All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode four of Oilers Nation Radio. I've got the boys. Here at the table with me, I've got Coom to my right, Chris to my right, Dan to my left, Evan is sound engineering today, and we've got, of course, Rick from the Pint to my left as well. We've got a full house today, because the plan for today's podcast is to ruin our day. It's to ruin our day for your entertainment. A little bit later on, Cam put together a game, a trivia game. It's called Coom's Trivia, and it's loaded with uh, trivia questions that these boys are going to get wrong, and they're going to have to eat extremely spicy hot sauce and they're going to be absolutely messed up for the rest of the day because of Coombs trivia. So Dan, I want you to give us a little background on this before we get to it. But of course, episode number four of Oilers Nation Radio is sponsored by our good friends at Sherwood Ford. The giant. Sherwood Ford, the giant. Why are they the giant, Chris? We learned this last week when you and I went out there to see our friends. Because they're very big. Yes, both in stature and in dealership size. Yeah, they have a lot of things. They sell the most things. They have the biggest building. They have the biggest hearts. They have the biggest courage of all the Edmonton dealerships. And I'd also like to point out that Coom and I didn't get to go out. We didn't. We had to sit to the office by ourselves. And get taunted yep, endlessly. They, they mocked us online. Me and Dan were sitting. Uh, I was sitting on Dan's lap, and he was holding me in his arms while we were crying that we didn't get to see... Uh, the Gus. Minister, Gus, the Minister you, of Smiles. You guys remember that we got get to yeah, get to meet of Gus? Course Did I you guys know it. that we got to see Gus? If I didn't remember it, I wouldn't have just explained the situation. We got to play with him? Yeah, you did. And you sent us videos and you were mocking us and uh, Dan had to um, rock me and cradle me as I was crying, which I often have to do with Evan. He looks like he's about to start crying right now. Not only did we get to see Gus Coop, they brought him to us specifically because we were down there. Is it because Chris... Like right before going, jumped on a chat with somebody, and uh, a, a troubleshooting chat, and you asked, um, is Gus free this afternoon? And they said... No, normally uh, you do have to book a meeting with Gus because he's working part-time now as the director of Smiles. He he's has, got shit to do. He yeah, doesn't have just time to, to meet anybody. Um, but this time they brought him out, especially for us, and we got to play with him. He chased a little RC car. 
A Mustang, Chris. A Mustang around the dealership. You played with a uh, empty coffee thingy. Yeah, we played with an empty coffee thingy. Gus is a thick boy too, boys. He is a he just destroys everything he runs through. He is a thick boy. Go out and see our friends at Sherwood Ford. You can find them at SherwoodFord.ca. You can give them a call, 587-860-1538. Or, as Kuma alluded to, you can speak to Victoria right now in the online chat. Got a problem? Got a question? Ask Victoria. She'd be happy to help. Ask about Gus. Book your appointment today. He's adorable. Go to our Instagram, at ON Radio Podcast. See pictures of Gus. Well, I look at Dan. He's got a sad face looking back at me as we're talking about all the great memories we have of Gus. Oh, so I mean, Chris memories. and I do. You oh, guys yeah. don't. You guys, you guys don't, but we do. You guys keep using the word "we," like it's as in yeah, Bag Milk and I. Yeah, we yeah. as in Chris and I, exactly. Yeah, you not, guys, not you guys, because you weren't there. Didn't get to see Gus. You know we what I did get to do? Are going to go back? Oh, and also, Dan. Not only did we see Gus, we went for Polish hot dogs at Costco immediately following the meeting. Just a dagger. Just an absolute dagger to my heart. Dollar fifty special, little fries. At my home Costco. No Do you less. have a membership, or did you sneak in through the back? Chris has a membership. You have a membership. So you you wander right on. Yeah, Costco. you can sneak in. You don't need to show your membership uh, to get in the back. The yeah. Sherwood Costco, you do. Really? Sherwood Costco yeah, yeah, is yeah. ruthless. See, if any Costco yeah, is going <laughs> to, if, if any Costco is going to moderate people without membership sneaking in, it's the Sherwood Park Costco. I've had Absolutely. two Polish dogs in my entire lifetime, and I felt ill after both of them. Yeah, you were complaining about pooping like, immediately after My we stomach left. hurt. You've got a child's stomach. What we should have done is gone back to Sherwood Ford so you could use the <coughs> pristine facilities. Yes. Pristine facilities. Shout uh, out to the boys at Sherwood Ford. We had a great meeting out there. We're going to have some fun content for you. Check out the Oilers Nation truck teasers we're posting on social. Looks cool. That interior looks hot. The whole thing Wait, looks Wait, is hot. it cool or is it hot? I'm getting mixed signals right now. Let's do two different things. It's H-A-W-T hot. Much like Katy Perry's smash hit from 2009, sometimes it's hot and cold. Cause it's like the car is just like bipolar. I guess. Back to the Oilers. Boys, they are 3-0 and on the preseason so far. And my so question good. to you, Dan, I'll start with you. Is a 3-0 and preseason start enough to get excited? It's hard not to. It's, uh, it's a great time to be an Oilers fan. We're uh, we're back playing hockey. The Kool Aid is going down smooth. It is. It's uh, you know you keep reminding yourselves that they were playing the Manitoba Moose yesterday. They ended up playing uh, PTOs against the Flames. There was a lot of PTO players there, and uh, the Canucks. The Canucks actually had a decent lineup. They had a decent young lineup, but they uh, they couldn't stay with the Oilers' young lineup. So yeah, Chris, it's an exciting time. Chris, what do you think of last night's game? Um, it's so hard to watch these games because the Oilers look so good. And the Jets look so bad despite their roster. And it just gets me too excited for the season. And it makes me sad that there's still like 16 days or something to the first regular season game. So it's it's very difficult to watch these games, even though they're very exciting. I always have to temper my ex- my uh, kind of expectations based on preseason. Because I remember, Cam, I was at a preseason game once upon a time where a young Magnus Pajarvi Svensson. This is where he, this is before he got rid of the Svensson. He scored a hat-trick against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I say, oh, shit. But that third goal, to be fair, was just... Remember the one where he fanned on the shot, and it went underneath hey, the shooter tutor's legs? Nobody sees the changeup who, coming. Who, who would Tampa Bay have had a net in that game? That must have been like Dan Ellis or something. <laughs> Some just absolute hot trash. How dare you? Dan Ellis is... Dan Ellis is the one that nice got man. mad at Linus Omark for spinning around. Remember that? Oh, yeah, he did. Linus Fuck Dan Omark. Ellis. Speaking of that era of Oilers hockey, Linus Omark... Also was unbelievably good in preseason back in those days, just dangling everybody, making everyone look stupid. You're kind of getting me to my next point, Coom. Last night, Ty Ratty scored five points in the preseason. You mean the answer scored five points in the That's preseason? That's my question for you, Coom. Is Ty Ratty the answer? I think I answered the question about the answer in my earlier answer just there, and we're <laughs> suggesting that Ty Ratty is the answer. <laughs> I would say that Ty Ratty is, in fact, the answer, given the fact he effortlessly scored five points on a, on the McNuge line. He is he's just like the perfect fit on that line. He he's that kind of player who, well, maybe maybe unspectacular in some realms, skating in the defensive zone. That guy goes to the net, keeps a stick on the ice, and has like good hands in front of that. He can bury goals. And if you're playing with two guys like McDavid, Nugent Hopkins that have great vision and can get the puck there, and you have a guy that just is willing to get in the dirty area, he's gonna score some goals this year. Rick, you were at the game last night. Is Ty Ratty the answer? I don't know if he might be just for right now. I think uh, just young, for right now. 
Young Yamamoto's coming up. Puliarvi's ready to roll. Uh, Raddy's got to grab it and hold on for dear life right now because he's got two young kids that want that spot, that are coming for that spot. And yeah, he's he's better do it now because he's in a lot of trouble. Oh man, Puliarvi looked good last night to he start. Did look good. Let's talk was... about Puliarvi for a second. Gregor has been beating the drum all summer long that he needed to shorten his stick. He did that. Now Gregor's taking credit for it. It's less whippy, according to Gregor. Thank you, Rick. So what I'm saying is, go on Twitter, tell Gregor he's not in control of Puliarvi. He's his own man. What do you think about that, Chris? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Puliarvi's preseason so far? Uh, he's looked good. He's looked. His confidence looks really high. Um, he's a guy that always smiles on the ice, but last night when he was smiling, there's just something about him that, like after he scored. He knew he was dominant. He had a glow. He, to he him. was glowing. There was, a, there was a glisten in his eye. That's right. Usually, the thing you notice most about his smile is his abnormally long tongue. Yeah, but he this can lick time, his own eyelids. Exactly. Not a lot. Of maybe that's why. Maybe time. that's why his eyes been glistening so much. He's got the tongue out, and he's he's touching his own eyes with his tongue. He's like some kind of serpent. But the eyes were just glistening after that goal because he's ripping around the ice, feeling good about himself. Or as Dallas Akins would say about Ryan Nugent Hopkins, maybe Puliarvi's eyes are narrowing, Dan. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Dallas, Did Dallas can say that. Something about Nugent Hopkins, something like that. I don't remember. That's a was it? that's a weird yeah. thing to say. Yeah, Nugent's eyes are narrowing. Was there was out. there was, was nothing about Dallas Eakins' tenure as the Oilers coach that was good. Was it Aikens or was it Aikens' hair that said that? Either way, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dallas Aikens' hair was whippable, so mm-hmm. there's that, right, Chris? Yeah, very whippable. I know Chris is a big fan of uh, sexy haircuts, as he is now trying to grow out the handsome Tom Rick. Yeah, handsome not- Tom Gazzola, as you know, has a glorious blonde hair. Rick, we know this. Now, Chris is trying to do the same thing. Do you think it's possible that Chris can mimic the handsome Tom? I don't think it's. I don't think it's possible. No, it's not. It's going very. I think everyone in the city is being kind of swept up in the frenzy of Connor McDavid's flow. The longer he grows that flow, the more he looks like Wayne Gretzky. What if everyone in Edmonton? Handsome Tom had it going first. Handsome Tom is the number one. McDavid is the number two. Like Connor could have looked at him and went, "I could use some of that." They have different kinds of flow, though. That's true. Do you know who Handsome Tom modeled his hair after? Jonathan Torrance. Old John Vision. He, uh, so Jonathan he credits, Torrance is number one. That's who he credits it with. So you're saying Connor McDavid is the third person in the city to uh, rock the flow, and therefore he's, he's, he's kind of the bronze medal guy here behind Jonathan Torrance and Tom Gazzola. I disagree with that. I think Connor can grow his hair out whenever he wants, and he'll always be number one. But in, uh, I think the rest of the city should also grow their hair out in uh, praise for Connor. I also feel like, I think maybe Nuge got a haircut, and if he did, that's upsetting. But yeah. I'm okay with it, because he got two goals last night. That's all I care about, really. Mm-hmm. Miss the flow. I also think Leon Chris should grow the hair. I think all of them should. Chris, I'd do you think I should grow up my hair? <laughs> you can't. We've established this. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Coombs taking shrapnel already. One thing I want to bring up, boys, is something that did not happen in Edmonton. But the whole league's talking about it. Max Domi popping Aaron Ekblad right in the old mush. Broke his bean, broke his nose, sent him off bloodied, and now he's suspended for the rest of the preseason. Dan, what do you think about this? If you haven't seen it yet, you can go over to uh, Hockey Fights on Twitter and Instagram. Did you actually? You didn't upload it to the site, did you? I posted the video oh, on okay. our social. On our social. Oh, because yeah, that wouldn't count as a fight. No, no. But honestly, in like in 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 this NHL landscape, when we're scraping for fight content, you might want to upload that and let the voters decide who won the fight. It's uh, it's not it's a good look. Thing. It's not a good look for the fight culture, uh, to have Domi punching people unwilling to fight in the face. So that's uh, what I wanted to ask you about, Dan. You run hockey fights, hockeyfights.com, as you should know. Keep that in your bookmarks. Jason Greger went on Twitter one day ago. 23 hours ago, so saith Twitter, to say that the Domi shot was not a sucker punch. It was a cheap shot, sure, but not a sucker punch. A sucker punch is when you blind a guy, blindside a guy or he isn't looking. They were engaged for a long time. Domi will get suspended, which he did, but terminology for sucker punch is inaccurate. Dan, you've seen a lot of fights in your day. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with Gregor on that one. It's a, it's, I think it's a misnomer. Uh, it's just people... People throwing out a, a word that's commonly used, but but yeah, they there was a beef there. They were they were jostling in the corner, and they came up. I think it was closer to the blue line than than to the red line, and uh, and so they'd been they'd been engaged for a while. So it wasn't it wasn't like it came out of left field for Ekblad, but at the same time, Ekblad had didn't have his hands up, wasn't ready for a fight at all, and he got got popped in the nose. 
you got to be ready for that though like you know domi is coming out there he wants to fight and yeah you don't want to fight and that's fine you don't have to fight but you have to protect yourself at this point i know you're not supposed to do that and especially in today's nhl it's definitely a lot more frowned upon but you got to protect yourself at this point i think uh since max domi one punched ryan kessler he can do whatever the hell he wants to anybody (laughs) He, I mean, I'm like, on Team Domi. Like, I get what you're saying, Rick. I, I don't know, I don't know about what Chris is going on about, but, uh, I mean, yes. This F wasn't this Kessler, wasn't but. like a Laddie Schmid and uh, and what's his face over in the Rangers when he got sucker punched when he started skating away from Sean Avery. Oh right. yeah, oh that was so bad. And then Avery's like, no, 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 no. So Laddie went skate away. And then, yeah, that's and a then punch. that was a sucker punch. Yeah, this was two guys. One guy didn't want to go at it, and that's fine. But, but it's you gotta protect it yourself. A cheap shot. I think it's yeah. I think it's the the fact that he broke the guy's nose that that's what I gets think me. I okay, need but to. But he didn't go in there saying I want to break your nose. I need to step no, in. No, but he, he wanted to court fight. Court. He wanted to fight. I need to and... step in here as an as a, as a mediator and say that Wikipedia says that a sucker punch is a blow made without warning. So it doesn't matter what angle it comes from, just so long as there's no warning. And do you think that Domi gave any kind of warning in this yes. situation? I think he did. Yeah. Like he was, you know, standing there jostling and this and that, and it may have been a dirty and trashy play, but to say it is a sucker punch is probably a little bit dramatic. Well, Wikipedia, anybody can edit, so you're only getting okay. the best. Go online right now and Gregor edit. Gregor is updating the Wikipedia page. Go online. I dare you to go online and edit the entry to sucker punch and see how long it stays <laughs> as to how you edited it. I was just gonna. I was giving it credit because because it, it can be edited by anybody, so you know Look, you're only. You're talking the best to somebody who frequently goes home at night and spends time by themselves editing Wikipedia, so. <laughs> You you can get out of my face. Did you I edit was, that Wikipedia page? Yeah, Once I created upon, this Wikipedia page myself. Once upon a time, I edited the Wikipedia page for my hometown, saying that I was like an emperor there, and it stayed for eight months. I changed uh, when I was in university. I don't know why I did this, but I changed the home arena for the Edmonton Rush to River Creek Casino and Resort, and it stayed like that for <laughs> like two years. I was on the Croatian <laughs> hockey team for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I added myself to the roster and it was a lot Wikipedia is a fantastic resource <laughs> if you're a student you're listening to this what I'm telling you is that you should get all of your information from Wikipedia you're honestly way better off just reading a Wikipedia article about something than you are digging through like an old text it, it, it takes so long to read stuff it's so boring Wikipedia might be some inaccuracies but you're going to get the gist of it and that's what matters when in doubt go for the gist as always this Segment of Learning Advice, brought to you by Coombe, sponsored by our friends at Sherwood Ford. I thought, you were, I thought you were saying Coombe was our sponsor. Coombe is sponsoring on behalf of Sherwood Ford. So Sherwood Ford, no <laughs> check for you this month. Coombe's got it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we'll just withdraw that from his pay. We'll take it like a tithe. Sherwood Ford, you're good people. We got to meet Gus. Coombe didn't. And now he has to pay for the privilege to meet Gus. So no check for you. What do you think of that, Chris? You stared at me. <laughs> we don't know how to react to this. Yeah, one. <laughs> it was pretty lost I, I completely lost where you were going. Am I, wait, am I getting paid or am I so, not getting I'm paid? I'm confused. Because you said that I'm getting Sherwood Ford's money, but it's also being no, withdrawn no, from I my pay. No, no. You're Sherwood paying Ford's, Sherwood Ford's yeah. sponsorship of the podcast. You're covering their tab this month. So this That's podcast right. is sponsored by whom? On behalf of Sherwood Ford. Okay. Yeah, I could get on board with that. Oh. See? Old penny bags, Coom. See, guys? I know you guys are listening to this at the Sherwood Ford dealership right now. Hey, I just saved you guys some money. You might not be able to see, but I'm actually the Monopoly guy. I have a, like a top hat and a monocle, and I just sit there, and there's like a like text floating above my head that just says capital. And it works because he was aggressively balding too. Thank you. <laughs> I'd like to see you grow a mustache. Like I think I should start wearing a top hat so that yes. I don't get aggressively ridiculed for my uh, advanced hairline. <laughs> advanced hairline is uh, the, the correct terminology in a politically correct climate, Dan. Uh. You'd not aggressively to, balding. You'd still be able to see it with, when you're wearing the hat. I don't think it would help. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> wow. Man. Coom, don't take that from Chris. What is this? Maybe I'll just go over there and sucker punch you. This is all, <laughs> this is all heat that we're, uh, we're sending Coom's way so that when Coom's trivia kicks yeah, in. Yeah, when my trivia kicks in, I'm going I'm to fuck pregnant. all you up. <laughs> so A couple you... more things I want to get to before we get to the aforementioned Coom's trivia. Uh, I'm, I'm smelling nuggets in the air, boys. Evan went to McDonald's this morning, grabbed some nuggets. Those will be our vessel for delivering the hot sauce. He had to sit outside of McDonald's for two and a half hours 
because he showed up at 8.30 thinking he could get nuggets at 8.30 and they don't serve until 11. He sat there for two and a half hours. Okay, so now I got a beef with that because now you can get all day breakfast. Yeah. I want all so day nuggets. Hypocritical. Rick's heated so up. hypocritical. Bullshit. Rick, your passion. It should be all day everything. That's bullshit. You can have a you can have an egg McMuffin at eight o'clock at night, but I can't have a Big Mac at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Imagine taking down a Big Mac at eight a.m. Yeah. in the morning. Also, where <laughs> do they? You want one? What are the hours? Because it's twenty four hours. So the uh, hours uh, they usually like four to five o'clock <laughs> is when they start swapping, but they used to anyways. I meant what are the like breakfast, breakfast used to start at four a.m. and go until eleven? Because no, I no, remember no, yeah, it was no. four a.m. I worked the bars. Trust me, you couldn't get a. Egg McMuffin at four o'clock in the morning. I asked. Oh, that's <laughs> Chris. Cool. Breakfast used... used to start at four a.m. Now it started at four a.m. Whenever they started this breakfast all day thing, and it's never ended. Breakfast is no no longer they ended. Used to just no, stop no, okay, serving but... for an hour. But what? When is the latest you can order a burger? And when does like breakfast officially kick in? Five a.m. Yeah, something is like it that. five a.m.? Five a.m. Yeah. Okay. I think it should just be all menu all the time. Give people the right to choose. They should just never okay. close. Never have they don't anybody close. quit. They're 24, 24 hour Big Mac. That's you, all the kid wants. Once you work at McDonald's, you have a contract for life. You know what? You work your way up, Dan. You make some good money. You'll be a manager of a location, maybe of a region or a district. They also offer scholarships. So what we're saying is go work at McDonald's. And free McDonald's, I'm guessing. If you can figure out a way that we can get nuggies at 6 a.m., if I so choose... You will be a if you work there, you can put your head underneath the ice cream thing and just eat it. You could do that. This whole this whole topic came from Evan, and I just wanted to give a shout out to Papa Evan. Evan's dad is one of the listeners on the podcast. Oh, shout out to Papa tough. Evan! But I'm on the podcast. You know what, Evan? Your dad is better than my dad in the sense that I told my dad that I'm doing a couple of podcasts for the nation now, and he says, "Why would anyone want to listen to you?" <laughs> and you're <sighs> our sound engineer, and your dad is listening. So, Mister Hugawanik. Thank you. I don't think my parents know the names of the websites that I work for. Really? Oh, see, like they, I feel like we're they, in line then. They think it's some kind of like email subscription. They're like, do you do you do you send emails to people on your phone? My Is parents, that what you do for a living? I don't understand. My parents consistently tell people I work for the Edmonton Oilers. That's, That's pretty it. much. You just That's kind of have to accept it. Yeah. You're like, yep, I do work for the. Yeah. Oilers. I I only really explain like when people ask me what I do for a living, I'll tell another millennial what I do. And if I talk to a Generation X person, I'll say I work in like something just not true. I'm like, oh, I work in digital marketing. It's not accurate. And then if I talk to a baby boomer, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just taking time off and studying for the LSAT. I told uh, one of my aunties that I am the assistant GM for the Oilers. And she was like, okay, cool. Like, congratulations on working your way up. And I was like, pretty soon I'm going to be running the show. She's like, wow, that's awesome. Good for you. It's, you put in the hours and it pays off. On the grind. Boys, before we get to Coombs trivia, I've got one more topic that I want to touch on. <coughs> Last night's game against Winnipeg, McNuge. We already talked about Ty Ratty. What about the other two-thirds of the equation, Chris? What about McNuge? Two goals for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. One goal, a ridiculous goal from Connor McDavid, shooting the lights out. Chris, what do you think about McNuge clicking so early in the preseason? They're going to score a combined 80 goals this season. 80 goals between the two of them. So what, yes. what, is, your, what is your split? 50-30s, uh, too <laughs> easy. I'm going to go 55-25. 55-25? Yeah. So Connor's getting 55. Nuge, 25. How many for Ty Ratty? Uh, 20. He'll Our friends 20. at Sherwood Ford submitted a question. <laughs> this is a very wait, wait a minute. So they're going to score 100 goals between them all. I think the team scored last year like 210 goals. Yeah. That's how good they're going to be. Bet Chris's money on it, Coop. Drinking the juice. Okay, I got Chris written down 80. Combined goals, McNuge, 80. Here's a question for you boys from our friends at Sherwood Ford. Who gets more goals this year, Ty Ratty or Yessa Pugliarvi? Uh, depends how long they play with Connor, but I'm going to go Ty Ratty. That's why they asked the question. Like, what? <laughs> That's why they asked the question. Dad throws some heat at Chris. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a sucker punch. That was aggressive. Pull your RV could light it up on the second. Or I know, third but you punch. can't say it depends. That's why they're asking the question. You decide. Are they going to have more? But it literally, time with whoever Connor? scores more goals is going to spend most time with Connor. McKay. I'm calling Ty Ratty being sent down to the AHL after game twenty. Ty so Ratty, Jesse Pull your RV. He scored five points in a preseason game against, against the, the Manitoba, Manitoba Moose. Moose. Yes. Hey, there was a Jacob Trouba was playing in the game. Jake former Trouba is Manitoba, not a member of the Manitoba Moose. Former member of the Manitoba Moose. Coom, who scores more goals this year? Ty, the answer, Ratty, or Jesse Pugliarvi? You know the answer to this question, and the answer to this question is the answer. Rick, what do you think? It's Pugliarvi. 
No yes. problem. Yes, Rick. Between him and Yamamoto, they're going to be they're going to be looking to give those guys a chance to take over, and they will replace Ratty in a heartbeat if one of those two guys look like they're ready to roll. Yes, sir. Okay, but what if Ratty's lighting it up? You're not going to take him off. Is Ratty lighting it up, or is he? Hell just, yeah, is... he scored five points against Manitoba Moose last night. Because <laughs> they got to they got to spread that love around, right? Like if you have. Pooljarvi and Yamamoto killing it, then you got to put those guys on the the other lines because you can't stack a McDavid line because you know he's so good by himself, right? You got to. That was a problem the team last year. All the other lines, Sands, McDavid, sucked all kinds of ass. But if that top line, if that stacked line is putting up four goals a night, yes, combined, but is Raddy a big part of it, or is Raddy just enjoying the luxury of being there? Definitely just enjoying the luxury of being there. Rick, I don't know part. if you saw last night's game very well against the Manitoba <laughs> Moose. As Chris he scored would say. five points. He did score five points. I think our second line is going to end up being Leon centering Jujar Kara and Jesse Pujarvi, and that's going to be a hell of a line. I love Where, it, but that's too high for JJ. Yeah. I think he thrives best. He's he's a great uh, on a pair with Ryan Strom, and I think those two will play with uh, Pujarvi, and that's like your high-energy third line that can pot some goals. See, I would argue that Jujar is kind of a tie ratty to Leon and Jesse, where Leon and Jesse are driving, and Jujar is the guy in front of the net just putting it into the net. For them. How did Tobias Reed play last night? I didn't really know. He was all right. He, he, was fast. Really, he didn't stand out a whole ton. No, that, mean, that's kind of what fast. he does. That first line stood out. Yeah. Cooley Arby stood out. Yeah. I didn't notice Dryside a little last night. That was he a, was angry. That was what? nice. He was angry. He was yeah. messing up a couple guys in the corner. He took a couple penalties. Damn. I like that. Leon. He gave. I want to see him play with slash. a bit of a mean streak really like he had, oh, he, was, he had during the playoffs. He was angry last night. I like that. An angry Leon is a good Leon. Well, and he's a huge dude, too. So, like, if he's. Angry. And he's got that German engineering. Exactly. What about, what about you, Bag Milk? You break the tie. You got two Yessa and two tie. You guys already know I'm all in on Pooley this year. Yes. I'm going in. Yes. Sir. He's going to get more than 20. Dude looks like a man. He's starting to be shredded, Chris. He is. What Wait if, until he grows into that seven foot frame of his. He's a giant fucking fin. Still a baby though. You can see just based on like the the the, the girth of his tongue that like once he once he fills out in his shoulders, he's going to weigh. 700 pounds he's going to be eight feet tall all muscle are you saying that a tongue is like a dog's paws yeah like you when you look at a dog and it's got you know paws like you know big 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 like big puppy got like that like lanky look with the huge paws that's jesse pulley tongue we're gonna call jesse big puppy no how about big puppy no, he's, he's got a got a puppy look he's kind of got a puppy he, look. yeah jesse pull jesse pup pup rv Pull pull Jesse pull puppy. We'll let puppy we'll put that one on the uh, the old chalkboard and we'll this try get, to this that getting off weird. Here. I think. <laughs> are you telling me you wouldn't want to tussle his hair, Chris, like a dog? Huh? Like a little good boy? No, I'm gonna treat him like and respect him like a human being. And like he is buy him dinner afterwards. That's very romantic, Chris. I like that. Yeah, he deserves it. Again, going back to our friends at Sherwood Ford. Again, to Coombs trivia in a moment. We're gonna explain some rules. We're gonna explain the hot souses and what's going on here. Our friends at Sherwood Ford want to know how many games does Cam Talbot play this year? With Miko Koskinen here, getting some big smoke. Oh, no. Well, the former answer, Al Montoya, still in the mix. I was just going to say, you, got, you, you might have a Montoya in there still. So. so how many games does Cam Talbot play this year? Dan, I'm going to start with you. And, oh. and, and who finishes the season as his backup? Is it Miko Koskinen, Mr. First Shot Goal from the other night? Sending Oilers fans into a little bit of a tailspin on social media? Or will it be the former answer, Al Montoya, that Peter Shirelli traded for last year, though he was going to replace him for some reason? Dan, go ahead. You know what? I think uh, we were we were quick to, to judge Koskinen as a fan base, as we tend to do, which is which was fair. It was terrible. We've never done that to anybody before. <laughs> but uh, but his this was his first game in an NHL rank in a couple of years. In an NHL size range. How does, that <laughs> How does that change anything? It's it's the goal goalies is scored right in front of them. Goalies the slot is they the are, slot in in the KHL. The they don't side. they don't use a net. <laughs> so Koskinen didn't have to worry about uh, hugging the post or doing anything a goalie would do. Our resident goalie expert Chris, the intern, will tell you. He will tell you. Goalies <laughs> are goalies are creatures of habit. And so when they don't, so have the same, used to being bad. When they don't have the same high or the same sight line line of sight into the crowd or into the arena, that they're not they're not anchored or they're not they're not squared up all the time properly. Then you and shouldn't so, be at a pro level right now. These just give them should... time. Just give them time. Okay, yeah, that's true. But Did Mark I... Broder play for Team Canada? Have an issue going over the other going over and playing the Olympics on the Big Ice? Yeah. No, nope. he didn't. To start out? No, 
No, he, he didn't. didn't let goals like that. <laughs> Absolutely, he did. <laughs> yeah. Is remember that when, why, is that why Tommy Martinburg... Salo let in that goal from Belarus from yes. the red line? That ended his career. Okay, like, how because many... he went to an international. I would rather have Tommy Salo on than Miko Koskinen on this team. To answer the question, Talbot will play 58 games this year. What? With Miko Koskinen. Oh, I thought you said Koskinen was going to play 58 games. No. I was like, what is. No, Miko Koskinen will be his backup at the end of the season. So Miko's going to roll it the whole way through? Yep. Yeah, I, I, like I think Chirelli went out and got him for a reason, and he's going to make sure that he stays in the lineup. I'm going to go... Uh, what did you say? 58 games. I'm going to go six. Oh, I don't wanna, that's what I was going to guess. I was going to guess high 50s. I'm going to go 60 games with Koskinen finishing the season. Well, I had 62 in my head already, so I'm going stick to with, stick with 62. Oh, we're all lame. Those are prices right in the hell out of me. <laughs> and uh, I don't know who... I. I think Koskinen's here, but I can see Montoya taking it because I think there's still a little loophole that can get Koskinen down to the minors and not be a big issue. I think Koskinen can go on waivers, I think. Yeah, yeah didn't we talk or about Or no, he doesn't have to go on waivers. He's yeah, waiver They can just send him down. Yeah, they can send him down. And if he's really bad and they try and send him to the AHL, maybe he just mutually agrees to terminate the contract, goes back to the K. Or you just a... take your 2.5 million bucks, you ride the bus, you hang out in Bakersfield. Yeah, Bakersfield's a nice place. So like, tan, I wouldn't like be pasty. quite so down to do that in Oklahoma City. But I would be down to do it in Bakersfield. I hear Bakersfield's not that nice. He's really? a little pasty, could use a little bit of sun. But I hope that he just succeeds, Dan. I hope that he's just full of life and big saves and friendship for all. Chris just has some fun. So I'm going to go ahead and answer Sherwood Ford's question by saying Cam Talbot plays 55 games. But I will also set Montoya at playing at least five of the remainder. Do you know what I mean? Everybody's staring at me. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Because that saying. was that because of an injury, or is that because the others are rolling with three goalies, or what's going on? I think that Koskinen is going to struggle a little bit, and they're going to bring Al Montoya. Remember, like a few years ago, when Nilsson took over from Cam Talbot, and everybody was like, "Oh, Anders Nilsson's going to be the starter." I think they're going to do that again. Koskinen is going to struggle. They're going to send him down to Bakersfield, and they'll be like, "Play, just play a handful of Maybe games." Maybe they'll do. And he's going to be all right because he's gigantic. He's ten thousand feet tall, and then they recall him after he gets two shutouts in Bakersfield. What if they do the two thousand five six thing and have three goalies and one's just for the shootout, like Mike Morrison? Or what if they sign Mike Morrison again right now? Yeah, and they I think have four goalies. I think what we're all saying though is we expect Talbot to be better this year than he was last year too. I agree. That's, that's a big thing. He that, just looks better in that's general. Coming out of this, yeah. But you know what, Dan? If the Talbots are going to be at their best, then fucking Pizza 73 <laughs> had better not be burning the pizza for the baby Talbots. Yeah, you don't mess with the twins. Did, they, did Evan's, you see what? Evan's emphatically waving at you right now. He's freaking out. So something, something's happening. Did you see what uh, Talbot did when somebody tried to touch Leon last night? Mm-hmm. So you know what? what? You mean tried to touch Leon last he, night? Somebody, I think it was Andrew Kopp, gave uh, Leon oh, a okay. shot. Oh, okay. I was worried it was yes. somebody's sister. Yes. Uh, I don't want Andrew any of those Kopp, controversies. Andrew Kopp gave Leon a little shove, and in comes Talbot. He says, no, 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 no. And I think they'd be doing the same thing to Pizza 73. You know, you know what? Start of the season, we might have Little Caesars at the arena instead of Pizza 73. Listen, if you're burning the Talbot's pizzas, the only logical transition is that you pivot to Arby's. What do you think about that, Coop? I really thought you were going to go in a different direction with the pivot there. Pivot to Arby's. I see. Okay. Beef and cheds for everybody. I would replace all the pizza 73s in the stadium with an Arby's. No problem. Why not? Because, I mean, I love pizza, but I like I don't like pizza 73 enough to buy a $58 box of pizza, and I would much rather spend... Like, if you go to a game and you know how the food's going to be expensive and it's going to be ridiculous, would you spend, you know, like $15 on a big, uh, like, beef sandwich with, with curly fries? Yeah, you would. Of course you would. Absolutely you would. I'm not spending that much money on pizza 73. No. Yeah, but you know Rogers Place is going to charge a lot more than that. $15? Yeah. $18, I'm guessing. I would still spend that think, over Pizza 73. Go back to Boston Pizza. I miss the Great White North, Chris. What do you think about that? 18 bucks for a burger and fries versus what's a Pizza 73 right now? $27 for a slice. $35 for two slices. Mm-hmm. $39 for two and a half slices. Well, in that case. Well, but one of them has a bite. <laughs> $139 for a whole box. Okay, you're right. I wouldn't one, 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 $124 for a whole pizza, but there's no box. You need to carry it, and it makes your hands really hot. Can we eat some chicken nuggies now? Chris has been st- eyeballing these nuggies since we started. Yeah, it's starting to smell. Good. What we're going to do right now, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to introduce Coombs Trivia. And Coombs Trivia, as always, is brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford. 
You have questions about your truck, you give them a call. You want to buy a new truck, give them a call. You want to hang out with Gus, you book an appointment. If your car has questions, you call them. 587-860-1538. Or SherwoodFord.ca. Talk to Victoria. She's available right now to talk to you. Oh, Cam, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this over to you. You're going to explain the rules of Coombs Trivia. Evan is getting a set up here. We've got 20 nuggies from McDonald's. We are going to apply hot sauce to this somehow. Cam's got questions. Cam's got answers how this works. Go ahead. So frequently around the office, since I don't really do anything, I will whip up hockey reference and go on like the play index and search random things up. And then I'll be like, hey, guys, who can? how many of the 77 people that got votes for the Lady Bing Trophy in 2001-2 can you name? And everyone's like, what? Marion Hosa. Yeah, and then Dan will say names like that. Like frequently you'll hear like Roman Hammer like just barked out no matter what. Boris so Mayer. we figured this will be a good thing to do in the podcast. So what we've got is we've got three really fucked up, really spicy hot sauces, and we've got three rounds of trivia. Dan, a little background on the hot sauce, please. Yeah, so shout out to uh, a local Edmonton company that I Googled. I Googled Edmonton hot sauces, and the second search came up as Cadbury Chocolate. What was the first Known for their hot sauces. First search was Get Sauced. Get Sauced. A local Edmonton-based company that makes uh, barbecue sauces, seasoning spices, and hot sauces. Uh, so they uh, so they had us over, myself and Evan, the intern, over, and uh, we got to try out some of the new hot sauces that they have for us. They have a a brand new hotter than hot hot sauce coming out uh, soon that we'll be able to uh, release here on the podcast. But uh, but yeah, so they've given us three of their hottest hot sauces. The hot sauces that we have today are this is so stupid. The ghost or sorry, we have liquid pepper hot sauce, liquid lava. So if you're not familiar with the Scoville rating. You can uh, you can have a little Google search of this, but this is how they rate hot sauces. So that so a regular jalapeno rates at about two thousand to ten thousand Scoville units. The lowest hot sauce we have, which is called liquid lava, is a three hundred and fifty thousand to five hundred thousand Scoville rated hot sauce. Jesus. Then we have idea. the next hot sauce is the idea. scorpion hot sauce. <laughs> sorry, sorry, scorpion pepper death sauce. <laughs> that, that, that's the key right there. I'm glad they threw the death it, in there. It's not just a scorpion, it's death. With the Scoville rating of 1.2 million to 2 million Scovilles. Come on. And then the final uh, option. There's one have, hotter than that. There's one hotter than that. Come it's on. called the Carolina Reaper sauce. And that one rates as 1.5 million to 2.2 million. Wait, what do you mean? Why is there What's a, a where's, where's the rate? Why is there a That last one kind of sounded like you were describing Drake Kajula's contract. 1.5 million like <laughs> death contract? It's a good question there, Bag Milk. Uh, you asked uh, why is why is the rating so far ranged? And that just has to do with it because it's a sauce as opposed to eating the actual pepper. Uh, so there's a little bit of uh, other stuff that's put in there. So the the big thing with get sauce is that they like to have Good tasting heat, and that's what. Uh, that's yeah, we'll, what we'll see about that. Gets Would you say that there's a chance that we're going to get lost in the sauce? Absolutely, absolutely. And these guys are amazing. So thank you very much to Get Sauced and Dustin <laughs> over at Get Sauced. Sweet. If you want to check them out, go to getsauce.com. You can follow along with the dumb idea we decided that was going to be fun. All right. So, so here we go, Coombs trivia. I'm going to explain what there is. Is there's three different rounds. So this is going to be a combination of uh, group activities where you guys work together we've got bagged milk rick dan and chris on a team they're the contestants i'm the mc i'm the i'm the trivia wizard that's what they're called that's the what Schwab. I, that's what alex trebek is called in jeopardy's is is known as the trivia wizard and that's me in this situation so round one is called the rapid fire game in which i'll ask a question where the group has one minute to name 15 players off of a list there's no strikes. You just get rapid fire guesses. You just bark names out, and you got to get 15 players. So I'm gonna have like, say, like a like a like a list of like 30 guys, and they're you know there's something in common with all of them, and you got to get 15. And if you guys don't, then you all have to eat the mild or the the, the least spicy of the three. It's not it's not mild at all. <laughs> there's nothing mild there's about least, it. What God, yeah, liquid lava. And if you guys don't, then I'll eat. I'll eat. I'll eat. I'll eat. I'll eat one. See, I, I said I was going to eat four, but I'm not doing that. That's fucked up. You'll do that if it's no, the hottest of hot. Yeah, yeah one, one, per, one per is all good. 
So then the second game is the medium sauces, the teamwork game. It's much like the first one, but this time is going to require more thought and more teamwork between the group. They're going to have five minutes, and I'm going to give them a more difficult list, and they have to name ten players off of that difficult list, but they get three strikes. So Dan can't scream out Roman Hammerlick's name nine times. Otherwise, that's nine strikes. I'm going to so come over we, there and punch you in the face. If we get the three it, strikes, we all have to do it. Yeah. If, after you've had your third strike, then mm-hmm. you guys are done. You got to do is it. Is it Roman Hammerlick? Yeah, so don't screw this up for us. The question yeah. is uh, Roman Hammerlick. <laughs> and the answer is Roman Hammerlick. It's a jackal. And, it's a jackal. and then there's round three, which is the hot sauce one, which is the group competition where the four of them are going to compete. And I'm going to have a list of like 30 guys, and we're going to go and do kind of like a snake thing. And when you when you when you get the wrong answer, you're out. And the last one standing doesn't have to eat it. So it's kind of like a survival game. You win the trivia game, you don't have to have your, your third thing. It's like everyone's losing pretty much, but... It's horrible. I'm sweating. Really, I'm so we're... bad at trivia, too. Like, Oh, yeah. And there's a, a whole stack of Red Bulls sitting there, and those will make it even worse yeah. because so Red a... Bull tears apart your tongue. So that's a bag milk family recipe. Yep, a little bit of sugar. High sugar content helps with spice a little bit. Uh, a little learn, bit. Learn Well, nothing helps, really. Like The milk thing is a myth. It, it? it dulls it slightly. You know what isn't a myth? The water thing. That spreads it like a wildfire. Yes, you don't want to drink water. So we've got a stack of Red Bull, courtesy of our friends at Red Bull Canada. We are going... There's a bottle of scotch right there, We've got all too. kinds of booze here. We might do that. But... Let's get started here. Evan, I don't know how you're going to distribute this onto the Nuggies. So Evan's, we've got some yeah. sauces getting no, ready. Evan's been added. doing a great job keeping the Nuggets warm. I saw him. He was sitting on them on the couch like, <laughs> like, it, was an, like it was an egg. Yep. Evan treats these Nuggets like there is eggs. Evan yep. is our he's grand... Mother, he's our mother bird. Evan's our grand marshal of the hot sauces, so he will decide how bad it's going to be. And I saw him pouring hot sauce on his KD this week. That was weird. It was yeah, too much. Really weird. He, he learned how not to do it. What else he us. did with his KD that was fucked up is he just came in with a box of KD, and he, he was just eating the pieces uncooked, and he was putting hot sauce on them. It was actually disgusting. He put the cheese powder in his coffee. It was really odd to watch. Yeah, weird guy. What a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Can't do this. Papa Evan. Evan well is getting done. started here with the hot sauces. He is getting ready to distribute. I just want to get this over with. Coom so has got the questions. So I've got my timer going already for writing notes. I'm going to need you to have the, the one-minute timer. You can use my phone. Oh, I can use Chris's phone? Yeah. Chris is graciously giving up his phone to then have to eat the hot sauce. Boys, I'm upset. Well, I'm hoping I get some brownie points from Coom. Yeah, right. the, the sweat around the room is already building. I like, I can feel my armpits sweating, and like, I'm like I'm not... fidgeting in my chair. Kay. Like, just the smell of the hot sauce is starting to kind of permeate, and it's now the struggle is real. I'm Let's not get started on this. Answering questions under pressure too, or just in general. Or in general. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris looks terrifying. So round one's going to be intense. So I'm going to quickly explain what it is, and I'm going to give you guys like a, like a second task, a quick question, and then I'm and then we're going to dive right in. And it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to keep track, but me and Evan will do our best as referees and me as the trivia wizard to make sure that you know you guys don't say the same answers and all that kind of thing. So, all right. So just to just to clarify, hey, you, you gotta you, you gotta make sure that they're not looking on their screens because okay, I just want to double check. <laughs> you can't so no you computers. Can't, you can't Google what I'm saying. <laughs> oh boy, Evan is saucing us already. Evan is just sauced Evan. all of us. We just got he sauced. just started. He started shaking the sauce, this even though there was no lid on it. it is is a, we have got shenanigans already, boys. There's uh, sauce all over nightmare. the table. I'm Laptops fire. are getting sauced. I feel like I we're think I just heard there's an explosion. Oh, no. Dan's oh, no. now rolling around on the floor in tears. Oh, and it smells so hot too. This is oh a great pe- precursor. There's a whole bunch on. <laughs> oh no! Wani is gonna be so Evan, pissed. Evan just shot liquid here. lava all over the office. Oh. <laughs> this is okay. Let's do it. This is bad. All right, this is a perfect time now that everyone's stressed out to dive into the question. All right, so rapid fire round. Is everybody? Let's all get into our seats and get ready to rock. Rapid fire round. Oh my god. <laughs> this is this actually this smells smell just. Is like this is a great this is a great effect to add to the situation. It's all over Dan. It's all over Dan. It was just like on the table. This smells like. I feel like I just got making pepper my spray. nose. <laughs> this is bad. Oh. I hope this is making. Evan's gone radio. rogue on us. <laughs> he was furious about the mother bird comment. <laughs> I hope this is bad making for good radio. Over here already. The over talking is intense. All right, let's do it. All right, gentlemen, very careful now. Do not touch your eyes. 
Or I'm your schmeckles. I'm sitting far away, <laughs> so I'm happy. No eye-touching or schmeckle-grabbing during the hot sauce game because this is just oh, those it's are on my also, laptop. Those are, that's also a home remedy from Bag Milk. <laughs> oh my Don't God. touch the schmeckle. All right, we're diving into this thing. What we've got is, so I've got my hockey reference page open here, and there are 25 players. 25 players who played a game, at least one for the Edmonton Oilers during the 2006 playoff run. You guys have to name 15. I'm going to press start in three. Okay, sorry, I missed, yeah, I missed I know. the topic. Weird. Oh, my yeah, God, you guys. 15 now, players who started, played there was, in 2006. There was 25 players who played on the playoff team. You have to name 15 of them in one minute. This. Three, two, one, go. Roman Hammerlick. Sergei Samsonov. Dick Tarnstrom. This is 2006? Who's keeping tallies on how many we got here? Al Sansky. Roly. UC Marketing. Chris Pronger. Hemsky. Smith. They already said Hemsky's already said. Horkoff. Horkoff. Torres. Fernando Pisani. Torres. Stoll. Jason Brett, Smith. Brett Murray. UC, Todd Harvey. UC Marketing. Marketing's already been Pronger. said. Pronger. Pronger's already been said. We got some we got some greasy ones down at the bottom of the lineup. You guys got to think about Brad in, Winchester. Um, George LaRock. 20 seconds left. Brad Winchester. There we go. Um... How many are we at there? I see a lot of check marks. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You guys, we did it. You guys yeah. definitely, definitely yeah. have to. I was nervous. The first round of nuggies. Coom is in. in it, it, it certainly helps you guys that you got about a minute to figure it out while Dan was playing. Oh, wow. Oh, Evan. Oh, oh, my God, Evan. You are evil. <laughs> Evan you are dark, Dan. man. Evan hey, open up one Dan. of these Red Bulls before I get into this Hold play. Hold on. I need to take a picture of that, Evan. Hold on. Sorry, oh I got to take a picture God. of the contents. Coom is going to be unhappy There's here. There's the first one. He's opening a Red Bull. We have got the hot sauce applied nuggy because the team effort. Good job, boys. Brought it forward. We that one. Here We're we number one. Suck Cam it. is hot. We're number Thoughts one. Thoughts and prayers to Coom. Cam has crossed himself. himself. Oh. <laughs> Getting close to the microphone. He's got a smile on his face right now. And, uh, so I, this one's got a slow burn to it. It's gonna build. Yeah, I can I can feel that happening. Yeah. Looking at his face, it's already turned a little bit red. Okay. How's I it? don't want to say that it's not bad yet because I just closed one of my eyes. I don't know <laughs> if I want to open it, but I don't think it's that bad. How, how is the? Uh, do it like a donor review. <laughs> Rate the taste, the flavor. So I'm gonna say that this is kind of like your your standard Edmonton hot sauce. It's got kind of like a <laughs> you're you were just at the bar kind of vibe to it. Anyways, this isn't that bad. I feel okay. So there is round one. You're lucky. Round one was easy. Round one is designed for you guys to get it right. Just get some energy in the room, bring you guys together as a team for the second game, which is the teamwork game in which you're going to have five minutes. So let me just get my clock ready. Five minutes seems like forever. Okay. Oh, you guys have three minutes. Go ahead, bring it down to one minute. Let's, no. let's, get, let's get her going. Chris, okay. let's do it. This is going to be difficult, but Hold sure. What two we're minutes. Do is I'm going to give you guys two. We're going to give you two minutes. Okay. You have two minutes. I got a list of 20 guys. 20 guys, and you have two minutes to guess 10 of these guys, and you have three strikes. You can't just say random names. So what this is, is the Oilers missed the playoffs for the first time in franchise history in 1992-93. And we have the top 20 scores in Oilers history between 1992-93 and the lockout year (laughs) 2004-05. So you have to name 10 of these guys. You better start dishing out some nuggets here, Evan. I Already? think that this when is going to look badly. Three, two. Before you start the clock, I just oh. want to say that round two and three are brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the Giants. All right. Ready? Three, two, one, start. Doug Waite. Doug Waite is on the list. Ryan Smith. Yep. Bill Guerin. Bill Guerin. Bill Guerin is ninth. We're looking for the top 15? Top you, 10. You have the, you're, you're guessing 10 guys from the list of the top 20. Okay, so we got them. You have so we, four. Okay. No, you have three, sorry. You have three. Between 93 and 2004. Yes. Uh, Hemsky. Alish Rick guesses. Alish Hemsky is not on the list. That's a strike. Oh, right. That is number 30. He's number 31. So he didn't make his debut until 2001, two. Oh, no. Taylor is... Hall. Oh, Dan, that was Dan, a really bad guess. He wasn't even Taylor guess. Hall was drafted in 2010. Oh, I forgot about Dan, that. Dan, oh, you guys now have two strikes, and there's only a minute and 15 left. you got to name seven more of these guys. I don't even know who. Sean Horkoff. Sean Horkoff is not on the list. Oh. <laughs> that is three strikes. Okay, I'm going to bomb through this list quick. From one to 20, it's Doug Waite, 
Oh, wait, no, sorry. I, I made a mistake. Sean Horkoff is 17th. You guys are still alive. Oh, we're, we're still alive, alive boys. We have All a right. minute. Cool. Uh, okay. Um, 2004. What year did Michael Pekka play? No. We no. But that's no, one season. Wasn't. That's Lockout, man. He's between only these seasons. Year. Oh, okay. From 92 to 2004, the highest score. Jason Arnett. Oh no, Kit Coombs verifying the list for Evan's Jason just Arnett. dishing out. Jason Arnett is on the list. He's oh. number four. Oh. You guys have five guys now. I'll give you an extra 30 seconds since I, since I made a mistake. So we've got how many we've got? You've got five we've guys. Five. We've got five. We need five more. We've got two strikes. The pressure is on. Oh, these, are, these are risky. In the 90s. Oh, man. I was, Maybe I'll I was barely me. live. You've got to think of some good players from the late 90s and early 2000s. You got some. You got some legends on this list. Todd Marchand. Todd Marchand is number three. He's on the list. We need four more guys. Oh man, uh, I'm trying to think of like the Dallas series. I'm trying to think of. Do it, Mike Greer. Mike Greer is on the list. Mike Greer is number oh. six. Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking a question for the. Uh, how long did uh, Jason Smith play for the Oilers? But he got like a handful of points total. Like. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't a point guy. Hey? Well, I'm going I'm to start the clock again. You got 24 seconds left. You got three more like guys. I feel like Rick's got go. answers yeah, here. You got to just Rick, you go for it, Rick. Save us, Rick. Ethan Morrow. Oh, looking for Ethan Morrow. Ethan Morrow is on the list. Survey says Ethan Morrow. Morrow. You need two more. And you got 10 seconds to so just bomb a couple names out there. No, we have two strikes, though. Yeah, I know. You just got to go okay. for it. Because yeah. you never know unless you try. Yanni Ninema. Yanni Ninema is on the list. You need one more. And you got oh, three oh, seconds. Roman Roman Hammerlick is on the list yeah. number 20. Yeah. <laughs> We're not on but fire. Finally, he says Roman Hammerlick, and it counts We're for something. Fire. We're not on fire. Wow. Oh, Coombe is going oh. for round two. <laughs> so what we got here is they named out of these top 20 scorers, Doug Waite, Ryan Smith, Todd Marchant, Jason Arnett, Yan Yanima, Mike Greer, Bill Guerin, Ethan Morrow, Sean Horkoff, and Roman Hammerlick, the guys you missed. Kelly Buckberger, Rem Murray, Dean McCammon, Boris Mironov, Anson Cardo, Zdeno Sigur, Shane Corson, Mike Comrie, Andrea Kovalenko, and Tom Pody. Uh, we didn't even need him. We didn't even, didn't need, even him. need him. I had Shane Corson on like the tip of my tongue too, but I'm like, I'm not getting strike you know, three on Shane Corson. Right, you know I'm, what we have on the tip of the tongue now, though? What do we got? What's hot sauce number two? We have got the Scorpion Death, death Sauce. Death so Coom is going in on Scorpion Death Sauce. It, this is round Get two. In, yeah. You Once thought again, the first sauce was so easy. The boys at the table come through in the clutch. That oh. was a tight one. Roman Hammerlick, the answer. <laughs> Taradi is no longer the answer. Roman Hammerlick is now the answer. Coom has just ingested the nugget with smell the that one. scorpion death sauce. As Of course, they needed to add the death into the sauce. As always, this game brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford. Coom is just enjoying the flavor. What do you have it. for an early review? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so this one, so this one has about a thirty-second burn on it, and so then I, you start um, to feel it. I, uh, I just chewed it, and I was like, "Well, this is fine. This is just like you know, eating like a bag of those, like you know, the dark red Doritos, spicy." And then I gave it <laughs> as his voice. I gave drops. it a swallow, and now it's touching the back of my throat. <laughs> Having a difficult time closing my mouth now. <laughs> the the Red Bulls are going down. He's starting to sweat. Turned a little bit red. Eyes are getting... Uh, don't touch the eyes. I'm not going to... Don't touch the schmeckle. <laughs> Those were words, by the way, that Coom just spoke. Barely. Our announcer oh. is now going to explain round three, <laughs> if he can speak. So we've okay. got round three coming up with the last Carolina Reaper sauce. So what we've got for round three... <laughs> he is sweating like crazy. Is, as you guys know, the Oilers have quite a history with the NHL draft. So this one's going to be... It's going to have a, like a little bit of an easy element, but it's going to get harder as we go. So what we're doing is round three is the competition game. So you guys are going to go kind of in a snake order. We'll start with Chris, then we'll go to Dan, then Rick, then Bagged Milk can do it. And then it's back to you and we'll loop back around like that. And if you get a guess wrong, then you're out and you have to eat one of those things and the last person standing does not have one. So what the question is, is... All you have to do in order to survive is name a player who was drafted by the Oilers at any point in franchise history in the first round of the draft. Oh, this is, well, this is casual. Chris, you're... Sure, it's you're casual, but wait until we... casual for the first round, and then I go around eighth again. <laughs> okay, I'm starting this off. So Chris is starting this thing off. Name anybody between the 1979 entry draft, which is their first one, and the 2018 entry draft, which we witnessed just this year in June. Uh, Connor McDavid. That is correct. Nailed it. Nail Yakupov. 
Neil Yakupov is correct. 20, uh, 2012. Taylor Hall. Hall, yep. These are easy ones. My boy Nuge, 2011. Correct. Back to me. I'm going to go Magnus Payarvi Svensson. Yep. Jordan Eberle. Yep, that's correct. Darnell Nurse. Mm-hmm. These are the easy ones. Chris, back to you. Chris is pondering. He's writing notes down. I'm writing down all these things. Uh, Evan Bouchard. Yep, and now you're doing another one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Two of these happened in the last two years. Um, Bouchard is this year. <laughs> Kaylee Yamamoto. There you go. Oh, so nervous. Um, up. He's looking at me. He's thinking. Oh, no. Uh, Jason Bonsignor. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Ryan that's, Smith. Yep. Smith's another one. Rick's all good. I'm going to go first one. I'm going to go Leon Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. My second one is Andrew Cogliano. Yep. Sam Gagne. Yeah, there's another one. Another one from the uh, oil change uh, was 2.0, 1.0. I don't know. Not <laughs> Shane Doan, but Steve Kelly. Bingo. That's a good one. Okay, I'm, I, I lost already. I don't know. There's one really, really obvious one who we There's talked one, about like, on the podcast extensively today. That's your hint. You don't get any more hints. Talked about him extensively on the podcast. Today. Wheels are turning. Chris is thinking. What year? No, no you got no, the hints no more already. Hints. No more I hints. already said no more hints. Assistance. I need help. Start the timer. <laughs> Start the timer. Start the timer. Jeopardy music. What's the timer? Underlaid. Here. And it has to be an Oilers pick. Yes. In the first round. Yes, that is the game. Ten. No, Nine, stop. Eight, seven, um, six. The best is how he has to answer another one right after this. Chris, Chris is going to uh, eat hot sauce. Four, three, two. Was Mike Comrie drafted by the others? He was, but he was in the third round. Oh, Chris, Chris is out. Chris is out. out. We're going to give him one, and then we're going to keep going, or we're we going to wait till the end? Wait until the end. We'll wait until the end. We'll wait until the end. You guys can all go at the Chris same time. Chris is out. Dan right. is up next. Connor McDavid. That's already, already been, been guessed. Oh. Idiot. Dan out. is. Is that you're out, out if you get yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's Dan's I've out. Been, I've been writing them. It's a showdown now. We're in the showdown. But Rick and yeah. I. We got the. We got the boys. Alex Blunt. That's one. Oh boy. Riley Nash. Oh, you got the answer there from Devin Dubnik. Oh. Kevin Lowe. That's one. Kevin Lowe was the first ever draft pick of the Edmonton Oilers in 1979 out of the Quebec Ramparts of the Quebec Main so, Major Junior Hockey okay, League. Should you guys keep going snake, or should you just go head-to-head? Just go head-to-head. Just go head-to-head. Okay, so it's Bagmonster. Oh, no. you got to think of some franchise legends. Franchise legends. Cam but this is tough, because remember, they got a bunch of guys in the later rounds, because they had that one scout who lived in the Bahamas, and he would look at the stats and drafted the guys. I'm trying to think of just, like, the years that I've paid attention. Do you know what I mean? Like, where I've paid strict attention, but I feel like we've already knocked all those off. Uh, Jason Arnett been said yet? Should have been writing it down. I have been writing it down. Jason Arnett has not been said. I've got one good one. I don't know if I, if I can use it yet, though. <laughs> well, you're banking answers? I got, yeah, I got one. I've got one. 1997 or six. Say it. Do oh, it. Bye. If it's if it's if it's actually the 1997 one, and you're gonna say this guy, then like, phew, that'd be incredible. Do it. Do Boy, it, Rick. Boyd Devereaux. You got Boyd Devereaux in 1996. It's only 96. I'm gonna come back at you. I see your boy Devereaux, Devereaux, and I raise you Alexei Mikhanov. Eighth overall. Alexei Mikhanov was the 17th overall pick in 2001. 17th, eighth, same thing. How do you guys know this? Because they watch the hockey. Uh. You got to think of some busts from the early early yeah. times. He's got to be a first rounder. Remember, there was one. Do you want a hint right now? Sure. There's one guy they they traded down to draft instead of a player who ended up being an all star. Oh, thank you, Mister oh. uh, <laughs> Low Tide Pouliot. Yep. I'll gi- I can give you a hint too if you want. I, to need, I desperately need he, one because I'm a, scraping the bottom of the barrel. He did also give a hint to Chris if you remember the person. Yeah, we even said that guy. Hey, that was recited. There, Numerous you, I gave I, I, I gave Chris a hint, and I you don't have to use that as my hint, but I remember I gave Chris a hint about someone that we've talked about. Ryan Smith? No, we've already said Ryan Smith. Oh, oh that's Was it. that your guess? You're out. That's his guess. <laughs> How did nobody, nobody, Roman. nobody has yet said Jesse Pugliarvi? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> nobody, oh. nobody has said Paul Coffey. Nobody it's, said Grant Fuhr. It's way different when you're, when you're under, under the, the gun, though. The that's, pressure is on. 
Okay, give me those. So numbers. Rick's all, all right. good. These I gotta three write points. down the list again. Saved from this torture. And us. Can you pass the Red Bull? So Evan has determined that because Chris was the first one out, he gets a little bit more hot sauce than everybody else. So that's good. Chris like looks that. not happy about it. Of the Reaper. Aren't we all doing the Reaper? Yeah, you are. But you get more of it on it than everybody else. We're already okay. doing the. We're gonna do the Re- Reaper. Chris, go ahead. Enjoy your Reaper. <laughs> Look at the the, the pain on Chris's this face all right week now. Long. Like people have been t- taste testing the hot sauces, and I haven't gone near them. All right, here we go. We got the Reaper over here. I love nuggets, though. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll take one. Oh, hold on. Rick wants one. Rick in wants the I want another one, too, actually. Rick and Cam. Coom is also in. I, I really enjoy this stuff. What's in. the Scovilles on this one, Dan? You said there was like a range this is or something. 2.1 to 1.5 million yeah, I'm Scovilles. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. One, two, okay, three. So yeah. Down the hatch, boys. Cheers. That's good. Okay. All Flavor is... Good. I oh, like the, the spices. That's the, that's the big thing with get sauce, hot sauce. Is that the, the, uh, it's starting to creep now. That the flavor is is there. I'm it's, feeling it. They I'll don't do like the chemical. Chris's <laughs> eyes are wide open. Oh. This is a big step up from 7-Eleven uh, just chicken strips and nothing else. Oh. I think it's good. I, I don't mind this at you all. You know what? I think I'm cool. I think I'm cool. I'll take I'll take one with even more on it too. I'm I'm all in. Yeah, I really enjoy this. All right, get sauce. You're going to have to step your Me game and Rick up. are going head to head. I'll do another one because you know what? That I'm was really enjoying this. And I like nuggies. Chris, you out? <laughs> yeah. I'll take another one. I'll do Chris another one. Chris, Could I have a chicken nugget? <laughs> no. no. No, only with the Reaper sauce. From our friends at getsauce.com. We're going to have to. Did they have hotter ones in this, Dan? Is this a hotter one? They, uh, they have a hotter one coming out soon. Okay, we're gonna have to get that get sauce because you know what your reaper sauce, pretty good. Oh, it it's good. delicious. It's nice. It's hot though. It is hot. <laughs> My tongue Chris is, is on struggling. fire. Come on, give me another chicken nugget. <laughs> nope. There's no, like hot sauce. You can only have chicken nugget with a hot sauce on it. There's like twenty oh. in there. Oh my, my my mouth really watering now. Yeah. That's yeah. That second one building. It's getting worse. <laughs> No. Oh. You know what, Rick? I've had what? the. Um, what's the really hot wings? I gotta get through this one first. To do seven pepper. De- uh, Death wish is pretty good. Pepper spray. I've had the hottest wing at the pint before. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember that being way hotter than this. I think next time we do this, if we're gonna do it, we have to actually toss it in the sauce, not just oh. inside. Okay. We have some it's going beaver. away. Okay, you saw that one. That was it. The burning beaver. Okay. A lot of overtalk right now. A lot of overtalk. Who cares? We're all burning. A lot of people sweating in here. First round of Coombs trivia, I thought went pretty well. You know what? I was way more nervous about the sauces than what I actually experienced. I'm I'm really sweaty right now. (laughs) And then you get to leave for a donair review, ASAP Rocky. Props to the team for the two victories there early on. You guys did a great job. I was really impressed by the Anima pull. Or sorry, not the the Roman Hammer like pull. That was uh, that was clutch. That was in the clutch. Chris is sweating, struggling. I had a second one. Good for you, buddy. Of the weak sauce, though. <laughs> and that, with that, it, with that wrapped, first round of Coombs Trivia, that'll wrap up episode four of the Oilers Nation radio podcast. Brought to you by our good friends at Sherwood Board the Giant. And Chris, why are they a giant? Because they're big. <sighs> They've got big things. they got big trucks. they got a big location. They've big dreams. Big personalities, big smiles, big hearts. Okay. If you need anything truck-related, vehicle-related, service-related, or you just want to give them a call and see how they're doing, head over to SherwoodFord.ca. Give them a call at 587-860-1538. Thank you to our friends at Sherwood Ford. Thank you to Get Sauce for hooking us up with these delightful hot sauces. Go to GetSauce.com and get your hands on some of this Reaper sauce that's making us all sweat and snotty. Goodbye, everybody. Subscribe for free on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.